Hi friends, my name is Sasha and I'm Mia and this is the Drawing Club podcast. A weekly show where we chat about art, creativity, life and my cats and all of this while drawing a new illustration every week. And you can draw with us. If you do, please share your creations on social media and tag us in your posts. Welcome to the club, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, welcome back. Another week, another episode, and it's nice to talk to you again. And yeah, do you, Mia, want to say what are you drawing today? Yeah, sure. Um, So I'm on my iPad again, and I'm drawing this person who is kind of holding this huge branch or like a yeah like a leafy branch but that is like longer than the person <laughs> themselves Ooh. So, um, I don't know I got uh, inspired this time because last week I really struggled uh, but now I got this idea and I was kind of like why am I taking this long to sketch because usually for the podcast I kind of go with something simple but I got this idea and yeah I'm really excited to draw it <laughs> what about you Sasha what are you drawing to uh, well, I was thinking, what should I draw? And I was, and my brain just randomly gave me the word lemon. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I drew a page full of lemons and some leaves. So I guess it's like a lemon pattern. Aww. So let's see. It's probably going to be pretty simple. Just a page full of lemons. But that sounds so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm using Copic markers today. Nice. And do you have something you would like to share with the club this week? Yes. Um, Well, I I have had a bit of a rest for like a couple months since I moved. I haven't really been doing anything like for our apartment. Mm. Uh, And I think I like got the the spark back and now i want to do some decorating again nice. so it seemed like it was the, pretty intense in the beginning so i'm not surprised if you had to take a bit of a break <laughs> you were doing so yes much. yes <laughs> uh, yeah it was quite intense but yeah now i feel like i'm excited about it again and i ordered some paint or like i went to the uh What is it, like a renovation store? Construction store? What is it called? Yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, the store where all the paint. Hardware store, yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I went to the hardware store to look at like paint colors and I picked up some paint. Are they called like paint chips or paint samples? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So these little papers that have a sample of the color of the paint. (laughs) (laughs) wow my English is really good today Um, yes so I picked up some of those and like stuck them on the walls that I want to paint and now I'm like looking at them all the time and choosing or like trying to choose which one which ones I want to pick and I'm gonna paint my kitchen cabinets and I'm gonna paint one wall in our bedroom that has the TV on. We have like a wall-mounted TV in our bedroom and the wall is white and the TV is black. So I want to paint the wall something quite dark Mm. so that the TV, the rectangle, (laughs) the black rectangle (laughs) that is the TV does not stand out so much. Mm, That's really smart. Yes. Yeah. And then I want to also paint our like small bathroom because it's quite boring so I think I want (laughs) to well it's quite boring but I think I want to paint it gray (laughs) (laughs) oh the most exciting color (laughs) (laughs) yes but I feel like it will look really cool because I I already have this little like I think the theme is gonna be gray and um, bamboo because I have this bamboo mirror that I'm gonna uh, put there and we all already have that little bamboo like f- mat floor mat and I don't know I might add other bamboo details in the in the future but I feel like it's gonna look really nice with the 
gray. Yeah. And I also bought this this concrete lamp Ooh. that I'm gonna put there because now our our like mirror bathroom mirror is like a cabinet with a lamp. Mm. So it's like three in one, and I'm gonna. Since I'm gonna swap the swap the mirror, the light is also gonna go away. Mm. So <laughs> we need to put another light. So yeah. So I have like all these kind of renovations planned, and I think our like Christmas holiday is gonna be our renovation holiday. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, now I'm in the process of just looking at color swatches and kind of thinking about which one I like the most and which one looks the nicest in like all kinds of light that we get here. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What about you? What do you want to share with the club? Um, yes, I want to share that. Um, well, me and my partner are vegan, as I like we've talked <laughs> about here on this podcast before, and we kind of. I mean, and this probably happens to most people, we kind of get into this rut with like everyday cooking that we kind of maybe cycle through a few dishes that we just keep making all the time until we pretty much get sick of them or kind of like, you know, we don't really, and especially I think with this year, we've kind of been just like, okay, what is the easiest to cook and like, uh, just, you know, get some food in. But now, like, lately, I think, like, since we moved and we have this kitchen and we also have, like, our dining space inside the kitchen. So it's, like, a separate room, um, which is new for me. We've also been, like, dining or, like, eating together more, like, at the dining table, which has been really nice. And I think it's kind of, um, like, encouraged us or, like, inspired us maybe to try to cook, like, new things. And also, I think the fact that I've been watching Master Chef a lot. <laughs> but so we've um, we have some cooking books, and for example, this week um, we decided, or actually I did, because I planned our uh, shopping list for the week. But we are trying like three new vegan dishes. They're from this um, Finnish like food blogger called Elina Innanen. She has this choco chili food blog. I Thank you if you're a vegan in Finland. I mean, and especially if you're Finnish speaking, because I think her recipes and blog is in Finnish. Like, you might know her. <laughs> like, I think I've been making, like, food from her recipes for over 10 years now or something. But she has a few cookbooks, and we uh, we have one of them, which is called 30-Minute Recipes, which is, like, Ooh. it's perfect, because it's, like, we don't have to spend very much time, because right now we don't, like have time and energy very much but we have we still feel like we want to try new things so this week we already made this amazing uh pasta that was like tahini and brussels sprouts and edamame and it was so mm. yummy and we have still uh oh yeah we still have like three more new recipes from her that we're gonna cook this week so I'm very excited. I love food, as I always say, <laughs> but yeah, we'll be needing a lot of the same stuff. So I'm excited to try new recipes that are also easy and fast. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds perfect. Yeah. I should maybe ask my partner to borrow that book from the library. Yeah, you should. You should try some. Yeah, because <laughs> that sounds interesting. I Yeah, I'm like... Not a Finnish speaker, but I I do cook from Finnish recipes mm. a lot because I, I know food in Finnish because, you know, I buy food <laughs> all the time. So I learned that pretty fast. And also I feel like like Finnish recipes will always have all the ingredients that you can buy in Finland. Yeah. So it's always like because sometimes when I like follow American blogs and I see some ingredients that are maybe a bit more rare and I'm like, what is this and where do you even find it? Yeah. Like, what is it in Finnish? And like, <laughs> so I always feel like Finnish recipes for me are easier to follow. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I never thought it, of that. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I also cooked some uh, recipes from uh, Choco Chili blog before, and yeah, yeah. Maybe we should also try. We have some recipe books. We never use them really, but yeah, I I think, I think we're think kind of nice guilty of challenge. the same. But but now we're trying, and it's been really nice. 
it's kind of yeah it's easy you just open the book and find something instead of i don't know going on pinterest and being overwhelmed by choice <laughs> it's kind of nice yeah that's true that's <laughs> true go back to basics <laughs> yeah okay but right. should we introduce our topic of the week yes please yes so today we're going to be talking about inspiration and like i think pretty much every time we put up like we ask you to send us questions or topic suggestions we got like a lot of uh people asking about like how do we get inspired and where do we get our inspiration and like we kind of thought that I mean, we do want to share some of that, but we kind of, when we were talking about this topic, we kind of realized that we have a lot more to say about it. Also, like in general, like what even is inspiration? So we're going to go like, we're going to really explore inspiration in this episode. I hope. <laughs> yes, we're going to attempt to at least. Yeah, at least, yeah. We might not give like a definition that's like all compassing but we're gonna explore it we're gonna have fun with it we're gonna see where the inspiration takes us <laughs> i'm sorry yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> so sasha i want to ask you first i mean we made up this question it's not mine but <laughs> what do you think like what is feeling inspired what does that mean or how does it feel to you when you're inspired yeah that's like a very interesting question because yeah like we get asked i think all the time by our listeners but also like in general maybe also by people who are not creative mm. or like it's it's such a common question that people ask like what inspires you or what is the, your main inspiration and i feel like we never really stop to think like what <laughs> does this question even mean yeah like yeah like what does it like what is it what does it feel like feeling inspired yeah like i because i think for me it can mean different things like sometimes when you're trying to make something i guess feeling inspired means like having ideas or it can mean also like kind of being in a good mood and really wanting to create something mm. and like that, like being in a mood where creativity comes easily to you maybe that can be also <laughs> uh like what 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 people mean or then yeah for me it can also be like sometimes i feel like or like i say i'm so inspired when i like when i hear about people being creative in some new way that I haven't thought about. Yeah. Like, I feel like we've had now in the past weeks, we've had two guests, Xenia and Helen, who both do something like quite different from what we do. But it's still like, in some ways, it's similar. They are still doing something creative and they're like creative freelancers. But then when they shared their process, I felt like that was so inspiring, even though it didn't really make me like jump up and go and make something. Mm. It's not like I was inspired to make something, but I was just generally like kind of had my mind opened to some new thoughts about creativity. So that also felt like inspiration. So yeah, I feel like inspiration is like such a broad topic. It can mean so many different things. Yeah, that's so true. Yes, <laughs> like I, I definitely agree. And I love, yeah, I was also thinking about, because uh, now that we've had these guests about, yeah, like that inspiration that I feel, it's definitely just like, suddenly there are all these I don't know, like you've been in a room and suddenly there's all these new doors that you could go through to other rooms or something. I don't know what this metaphor is, but like, yeah, like yeah. All these, uh, yeah, that's all a good metaphor. Possibilities uh, that you never even thought about. But yeah, it's not more like a change of perspective almost than like, a oh, I'm, I need to do something with this immediately. It's more of this like kind of deeper in a way that it shifts maybe something in how, yeah, like how you view creativity in general. But then, yeah, then you were also talking about this kind of more immediate inspiration. And I feel like when I'm feeling inspired, um, it's like, 
yeah, like when it doesn't feel like it takes effort to do something creative, like sometimes I will get in this, I will just get in this flow and I'm like excited. And sometimes for me, it's also like, um, like I'm so excited to kind of, well, to work on this, I don't know, like to draw this piece, whatever it is, but also like maybe it is for a particular purpose that already has me excited. Like I remember like, cause we, you and me did this or participated in this Twin Peaks art exhibition a couple of years ago, this peak experience. And I remember like, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty special to be working on an, like a piece for an art exhibition. So like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kind of like sometimes the process itself can be inspiring. Sometimes the goal that you're working towards is like the inspiring part that gets you inspired. Yeah, I guess the point is, yeah, there's like a lot of different ways to feel inspired and to get inspired. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But like, since like so many people since so many people ask that question like i i i'm guessing like people often struggle mm. with inspiration but like do you think the feeling of inspiration is like important to to be able to create good work mm. like i think and now i'm actually just thinking of this now because kind of the way we just uh, and you like described just the feeling of being inspired i kind of find like there were these kind of two levels, like this immediate one and then this more general one. And I feel like maybe this more general, like shifting the perspective and kind of just opening your eyes to different ways of being creative. I feel like that's super important, but, but like, I don't think it's possible or even should be like a goal to like every time you're working creatively to have to feel inspired, like, oh my God, I'm just flowing with ideas and all this creativity is just oozing out of my fingertips and and stuff. And I actually, um, I was watching this um, Tiny Desk concert um, by Taylor Swift on YouTube. And <laughs> she was saying that uh, she was describing about like her songwriting practice and that sometimes like she was saying that this song kind of just like flew out of her. She was feeling very inspired, but most of the time, when you like are writing a song that doesn't happen and that's where the craft comes in and I feel like that definitely applies probably for like everything creative like you can't always feel inspired but that doesn't mean that like I don't think you can wait wait for inspiration to (laughs) do your creative work like you also need to be able to do that you know without the inspiration striking if that makes sense. What what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like, of course, I, I think that the feeling of inspiration, like, yeah, in that sense that, like, in this moment, I feel like I have ideas and I feel like create, creating comes easily to me. Of course, that feeling helps create mm. good work. But I don't think it's... Like, well, first of all, it's it's something you can't really control, this feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, in some ways you can, when you learn, like, uh, when you know yourself well and you, like, but yeah, but ex- but that's, like, exactly the point. I think it everything is, like, a whole process. It's not so simple as, like, now I'm inspired, I'm making good art. Now I'm not inspired, I'm not making anything. Yeah. It's, like... I think it's like so much more complicated and I think also it's like the the craft part the making mm-hmm. the doing is like the process is way more important than the feeling because the feeling won't come if there is no process yeah that's <laughs> like true I too feel. they're like, like interconnected of course Yes, of course, sometimes you might not do anything and suddenly you get this, oh, I want to do something. But like, <laughs> that's that's very rare and that's not the only way. Yeah. And I, I feel for me personally, if I'm not doing anything and then suddenly I want to do something, that's not necessarily when I make something good. Mm. It's just maybe I'm bored and <laughs> I do something and I'm not so bored anymore. But I feel for me, the best ideas 
come to me when I'm already doing something. Mm. So I'm I can sit down and draw something not very inspiring. I'm just like like you know I'm sitting here and drawing lemons and it's nothing <laughs> new and it's nothing special. But like in the process, while I'm doing it, I might make a mistake and and it will look cool or like use a color combination that I didn't intend to, but that it comes out cool. Or or use a color combination that I don't like, and while trying to change that, come, out, come up with something new. Like, for me, the most inspiring, like, moments is when I'm making something that... And while I'm doing that, I get new ideas about what else I could make. Yeah. Like, yeah, does that make sense? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I love that. And I was also thinking about something kind of related to that, that sometimes actually, which might sound like, might sound kind of counterintuitive, but so, like sometimes a deadline <laughs> can be the best inspiration. Because sometimes like if you have to do something, that, I mean, not always, because like, I don't think there's like a code you can crack with inspiration and then it just comes every time. But like sometimes I found that like I have a deadline, so I'm working on, I don't know, like a few illustrations for some project or something. And like I, I have to start doing it just because, you know, there is a deadline. I have to do the work. But then actually, yeah, like as I draw and as I'm like in that, I might get into this flow zone where I actually like really start enjoying it. And I, yeah, like get more ideas and like kind of get inspired through the process of already doing it. Yes, I definitely, like, recognize that yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, in this case, it's, like, it. it's probably, like, not the stress of the deadline yeah. that <laughs> no. inspires you, but 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 more that, that, like, you have this time that now you need to put aside and do this work, and whether you're inspired or not, you just sit down and do it. And, and then while you're doing it, your yeah. brain starts working creatively and maybe it doesn't feel very creative right away, but once it warms up, then it like all these signals start <laughs> coming and, and yeah. Yes, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So while like too much stress might ruin your inspiration, some kind of, I, I think it's like, like when you have deadlines, you have like a schedule. It's kind of like a schedule. Mm. Like having a, cr a schedule for creativity can actually help. Yeah. Because you then know that this is the day I need to sit down and draw whether I feel like it or not. Yeah. Kind of. So like, and also maybe that way, like routine can actually help with inspiration. <laughs> like you take time yeah. to, yeah, that's it. Like yes. that's also and kind of, of course, counterintuitive, but also like kind of makes perfect sense at the same time yeah yeah and of course again it doesn't mean that like if you have a routine like every morning after breakfast i draw for one hour mm. for example and that's your routine it doesn't mean that now every morning after breakfast you will create a masterpiece yeah but it means that you are kind of there kind of practicing your craft and that will get you inspired to create good work every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> like, more than if you didn't do that. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes it, like, maybe it's very black and white, like... Mm. Or, again, especially when this creative stuff is so romanticized that you imagine that these creative mm. people draw every day and they post this beautiful illustrations on Instagram every day but you don't actually know like you you haven't seen all the illustrations they haven't posted yeah 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 <laughs> yeah so and even if there are some people who do create a masterpiece every day <laughs> I mean good for them but that's not the majority of us yeah 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 maybe not like don't count on that or don't hold that as some yeah. weird standard that you would have to be like you know, you would have to match because yeah. <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't yes. sound very realistic at all. And also, yeah. like, one thing I've noticed um, with inspiration is that sometimes, because um, we also, like, kind of thought of some things that, that give us inspiration and stuff, but sometimes, like, some things that give us inspiration, like, at some, like, sometimes... 
they are inspiring, but sometimes they might actually do the opposite. <laughs> like I'd be like kind of discouraging. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking like um sometimes seeing art by other artists can be like really inspiring. Like I see something beautiful and and I kind of get like like oh my god, like oh this is so beautiful. Like I I also want to try creating something like I don't know. <laughs> like maybe if it's like a full page thing with a background then I'm like, "Oh my god, like ah, oh, I wish like I really want to try <laughs> working on my background or something. I don't know." But like but then other times I see something and I think like, "Oh my god, that's beautiful." And then I just get like, but like I could like, "Oh, I don't even want to try." Like cuz if I tried drawing that, it would never look like that. I mean, Of course I don't want it to look the same but you I think you get the point like I just get like immediately kind of discouraged and so that's like the opposite of feeling inspired you don't even want to kind of try so that's kind of also interesting and I I guess it like I would think it applies to not just like seeing other people's art but also to other things that sometimes it can be inspiring but other times not mm which I guess also like yeah. connects to that it's not like this. There's no formula for perfect inspiration that you can just do and get it every time. Yeah, I think being inspired by like other people's art is quite tricky. Mm. Like it definitely I think yeah, I have the same that sometimes when I see someone else's art where they like I see some ideas of how some things could be made mm. and it inspires me to also think of like more ideas mm. of how things could be made. And then, yeah, other days it's like these, they are so amazing and there are all the other people who are so amazing. I will never be as good. So what am I like? Why am I even trying this? Yeah. Like, yeah, it can go either way. But I think, yeah, that also depends. I guess that depends at like what state of mind we are in while yeah. we're looking at that stuff because of course even like without looking at other people's art we might feel good or bad about ourselves already like on its own so then whatever we see kind of adds to that yeah that's so i so think true. maybe also like knowing the thoughts that your brain tells to tends to give you and kind of like maybe learning to uh, embrace the good thoughts and kind of not internalize the bad ones too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can also like help then. And, and maybe if you like already feel kind of bad about yourself, maybe don't look at other people's art at that time. Yeah, maybe not the best, <laughs> best time to yeah. do it. But maybe if you feel like, oh, I want to try new things, I need some ideas to like maybe improve my technique of drawing faces. Then maybe look at a lot of different artists who draw faces differently and then you'll have all these different ideas of how to change your technique around because you already are in that state that, oh, I'm excited to try new things. I I feel it's like generally inspiration, for me at least, is like very, uh, very strongly connected to this like Mm. (laughs) self-discovery, to like learning about my how my mind works, how my creativity works, how like I feel differently at like different times of day or month or like if I'm in a certain, I don't know, a certain phase mentally, then maybe like I shouldn't expect some things from me or maybe if I'm in in a different phase, I should push myself a bit more than... I want to or something like that but again this is like you never know these things for sure it's always like learning and like listening to yourself yeah yeah but I think yeah like feeling inspired is also like very strongly connected to all the other like mental processes yeah in your brain definitely yeah, I agree. And yeah. also, like, when you were talking about, uh, kind of, in your example of uh, looking at different artists and seeing how, like, all these artists draw faces, for example, we were also talking with you, or, like, you brought up this point of, like, what is kind of the difference be- between, like, being inspired by someone versus copying another artist. So, do you want to, mm-hmm. like, elaborate on that? Because 
Yeah, I mean, I guess that's like has been a huge discussion in the online art community mm. for a long time. It's like always ongoing because yeah. there's a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of cases of like people copying and yeah. a lot of people kind of try to communicate the difference between. And I guess everybody sees that difference differently. Like different artists have also like their own boundaries sometimes about what they are okay with mm. other people kind of how are they okay with other people using their art mm -hmm. so i think it's maybe like if we now communicate some opinions about it it's not like illustrators opinions yeah, in yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think it's good to also know that like different people have different but yeah i think it's like it's 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 a tough thing i mean for me Uh, yeah, we were just like, when we were discussing this episode beforehand, we kind of remembered about this this book uh, by Austin Kleon, this still like an artist. Yeah. I think it's quite iconic in, <laughs> in creative communities and like in especially related to uh, like to copying and being inspired. So mm. like, I think Austin Kleon talks a lot about how like how important it is to look at a lot of different stuff and take something that like touches you or whatever like if you notice something in like different people's art kind of take all of that into your art and then you will create something unique that is yours yeah but if you're in really inspired by one artist and you feel like i want to do something just like them that's maybe like not the best approach and of course i think like for people who are just starting out it's totally okay to just like look at something and and copy it as an exercise yeah sure but that's not something you should like share and especially share and claim as your own yeah like it's very important to like respect other people's ideas and like creative process because also sometimes you see something on instagram or wherever and for you it's just this illustration that you just saw now so your your interaction with this piece of art is like one second you saw it and you liked it but for that person it might have been like years of developing those skills and maybe like days of uh, like Uh, coming up with ideas and trying things out and maybe they tried something and it didn't work and they tried something else and now they're happy with it and they shared it they might have put mm. a lot of time and skill and energy into it so when somebody does the same thing or something very close and just puts it up like it's very like i think a lot of people maybe don't understand why for some artists it's such a big deal when they get copied because it's like well somebody really likes your art and they got so inspired they just yeah. did the same but it's like i understand why it like hurts so much because people when people put so much into a piece of art when it gets copied it kind of maybe feels like your all that work you put into it is very devalued yeah yeah and i think so, like also like yeah. sometimes it feels like creating something can feel pretty intimate so like maybe you feel like you shared something quite intimate about yourself with this artwork or you know just through creating yes it. and somebody just took yeah. it yeah yeah and of course like not even getting into the legal <laughs> part of it yeah. that it's just stealing because somebody made work and you you took it and but uh, yeah even like without the legal part if you don't care about the legal stuff like it's still very yeah like there's a lot behind a piece of art than just work also yeah it can be something very personal or yeah but of course i think like if you're learning of course Take other people's thing and, and try to draw the same to like practice. That's totally fine. But when you when you try to create something that is your own, I think it's very important to get inspired by a wide variety of different things and then combine them all together and then you'll create something very cool and yours. Yes. And yeah, we I think we both definitely uh, recommend this 
book by Austin Kleon. Do you like an artist? Because it's a uh, yeah. <laughs> if you're yeah. if you're thinking about if you're interested in learning more about this, and it's like a very fun book to read. It's not like a very heavy book. It's more yeah. like inspiring. Yeah. It's- <laughs> It's very inspiring, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I, I, I feel for me even like just the the way it's made is also very inspiring. Yeah. Like I really like the approach behind it. So it's like good ideas, but also like an inspiring piece of art on its own. Yeah, like creatively presented. <laughs> but yeah, but also like I, I have another yes point on the copying versus inspiration i think if you're like worried about maybe being too inspired by other people's art maybe it's good to like not look at other people's art as much and instead look at things that are not other people's art Mm. because if you see a tree behind your window you can copy it as much (laughs) as you want and there is no problem with that so I feel like if you don't feel like if you're not sure yet where to find your balance between getting really inspired by something versus copying it maybe it's good to practice then on things that are not other people's art yeah and I think another thing that's like maybe then I mean it's getting closer to other people's art but like art in totally different mediums than what you're using for example if you're doing illustrations if you're drawing things like music can be inspiring or maybe like movies of course and or maybe like jewelry design can be maybe you find like a a jewelry artist who creates amazing rings or something and you're, you're not making rings and you're not gonna draw like please don't draw the rings but maybe there's something in the visual you know, that kind of calls to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like even in the approach, yeah. or like in, in the atmosphere or something. And yeah. yeah, it's more safe that you're not gonna like steal th- something you didn't mean to steal. Yeah. And I feel like also like in general, mm-hmm. uh, like I, I get, I think I get a lot of inspiration from like, yeah, like different arts or different ways of being creative or people being creative in different ways not just in the way that's similar to mine I think it's also like very refreshing and like oh similar as to how like we've talked to these guests that we've had they do very different things but it still is like it's feeding those creative juices (laughs) I feel like I'm being so weird today (laughs) with my metaphors yeah I think it's like really valuable and it's like for me it gets me excited about like just being creative and creativity in general and that's like very Mm. very nice (laughs) yeah so after all that would you like to answer the question (laughs) uh, what (laughs) what inspires you in your art practice okay let me see I wrote some things down I think I mentioned a couple, um, but I think one thing that we haven't talked about yes is yet is like resting and kind of recharging in general. Like I feel like after I feel well rested, I kind of there's more space in my head for new ideas and stuff. Whereas if I'm kind of like in the grind all the time and I don't have time to stop, it's like. It's way more difficult to find inspiration and I feel like also with the resting I mean sometimes it can look like uh, lying in bed watching Netflix but also yeah like as I've talked about like getting outside into nature is a big thing for both of us (laughs) like just in general like in life Uh, but Mm -hmm. also I think that's like that always uh, creates space in my head for new things I feel like and kind of calms me down. Uh, another thing that's really inspiring is talking with other creatives, which we kind of talked about, but but also like talking to you, because like I love having friends who are artists. Oh my god, <laughs> it's like the best. Because like 
I don't know,、mm-hmm. like drawing together and then talking about it, or like hearing from other people about their new projects or anything. Like, it's just really exciting, and it's like it gives me new ideas or like this new perspective, and it like yeah, it's just it gets me excited about kind of yeah about what I do and <laughs> just yeah in general. <laughs> Yeah, another thing is like trying something new creatively. So for me, especially, I think like、uh, I talked last week about kind of doing things in different mediums, like not just visual arts. Also, is like very nice to do something totally different creatively. Like I love singing, and sometimes I write songs or <laughs> or just、uh, yeah, something totally different.、Uh, that. Feels really nice. Do you want to share some of yours? <laughs> yeah.、Uh, yes. So, I think. Yeah.、Uh, first of all, this question is always like really difficult. If I will,、yeah. if I get this question asked like on the go, I will get really like kind of stuck and and maybe say something very like obvious, like nature inspires、yeah. me, which is true. Nature really inspires me, but. <laughs> But then it's like, yeah, these things are so hard because it's like so different all the time. Yeah. Like, like what we said in the beginning of the podcast, it also depends like on on what you're doing, and sometimes you have to like actively search for inspiration specifically for something you're creating. But I think in general, like I've been really inspired by like things that are very simple and maybe not like. Something you wouldn't normally think about. Like I used to, especially before, I used to draw like objects a lot,、mm-hmm. and I was just really inspired by like anything that it, I see. I just like, oh, I'm just gonna draw this fork, and I'm gonna draw my laptop, and I'm gonna draw this pencil, and like just looking around me and drawing things has been like really inspiring. And I think in the beginning it it started as like. Just learning to draw. I just wanted to practice my skill, so I'm just like I'm just gonna draw whatever as long as I keep my hand、uh, moving, <laughs> holding some pencil or pen. Like whatever I draw, it's gonna be good. It doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to result in something. But but then when I when once I started doing that, I kind of like. I I started getting really excited about objects and about what they mean to people because then I started like making some pins with some objects and then I noticed that okay some people notice this this coffee mug or this coffee maker because they really like coffee and other、yeah. people take this teapot because they really like tea and others get excited about this roll of film because they do photography or other people like music or their partner likes music and then they get this little drum pin for them <laughs> or like. And then, and then I started realizing, like analyzing that, and then I got really inspired by like people's reaction on these drawings. And then I'm like, okay, so people have all these little hobbies. I should like think about like what other things people like. And then, and then I kind of started exploring that. And then it's like gets so interesting, just this whole the whole idea. And then, and then I, I went like even deeper in like this, this very like simple stuff, like. What are just people even like doing in their everyday life? They're just like drinking tea. So I want to draw pictures of just people drinking tea, or like I really like taking care of plants. So just like people holding plants or taking、yeah. care of plants, it's like it's like this small everyday thing. But then it like it looks like at least I've heard that people have told me that like my pictures look like very comforting and like very like like. Like you're taking care of something or something、yeah. like that, but I like that I didn't even like put that into them. But I think because I was inspiring by these like small things that are somehow like very nice, yeah. But you don't notice them and like yeah. So yeah, as okay now like when I'm talking about that, I'm realizing that yeah, it's like it's a very like process kind of thing.、Mm. Like you start with something like this fork. Inspired me because it has an interesting shape, and I want to try this shape. But then, like that, would lead you to analyzing people and analyzing things and making something new, inspired by what people have told you,、mm. and then analyzing again what people have told you, and then get inspired again. And it's like, 
yeah, it's a cycle. Yeah. <laughs> it never ends. I love that. Like one thing just gets into another <laughs> and like builds on the previous thing and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Do you have other things that inspire you? Um no, I think I've like kind of talked about all of them. I mean, at least the ones that I thought of <laughs> for now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one other thing I I I think we already explored th- a little bit, but yeah, like other people's ideas and like processes behind their work mm. are like huge for me. I really like if I like sometimes I see an art piece and I just get inspired by it on its own. But sometimes when people tell me how they created it and how they came to it, like came to the idea of that, I I don't know. It oftentimes it like blows my mind Mm. and it's often so different. And like, I get really inspired by hearing how people got inspired by something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just, I guess it like every time's, every time makes me feel like there there's creative there's creativity in everything like you can get inspired by anything it's just it's more about like what you notice like or what you tend to notice mm. and then how you kind of research around that topic not like again like in our Xenia's interview <laughs> not like theoretical research but more like okay what else could this be what could this mean like how how is this made why is this here like kind yeah. of like this like how people research their thing gets me like so inspired and like maybe doesn't necessarily give me any concrete ideas but more kind of makes me pumped to (laughs) make more art i'm like this is so cool people are so creative this is so amazing i want to go and create something cool (laughs) yeah yeah in that way Yeah. yeah i definitely relate to that also yeah. And I think like a big but big uh contributor to my inspiration is also my partner Oli, who is a musician yeah. and also a writer and also um sound artist and also like he does so many creative things. And I am just mm-hmm. like and his approach to it is totally different to mine. Like some of it has to do with the kind of mediums he works in, but also like I think in general. So when he like I don't know. Yeah, explains to me what he's doing and how he's approaching it. I'm always like, wow, like that's, it's so, yeah, it's so interesting because it's so different to how I would approach something like that. And I think it's so fascinating <laughs> to hear from others Yeah. how they do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can relate to that too. My partner is also a musician and sound artist and... Yes. I'm also like really inspired by his approach sometimes. Yeah. Aren't we um, lucky? Oh my god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And also like in this podcast, like now that we had a couple like guests who are doing something very different, I feel like I want to like us I want us to have more people yeah. on here that also do something different from what we do because like hearing them talk about their work has been so inspiring also yes so also like you friends please let us know if you feel the same way and like if you want us to have some more people over that do something different and even like if you have any ideas of like what kind of creatives you would like us to feature we can't promise anything but yeah. and also like if you are yeah. one you could be one of those people please let us know about you like yeah, exactly. Like no promises, but we we would love to. We'd love to hear. Yeah, tell ideas. us what do you do, <laughs> and yeah. All right, should we go to the question of the week? Yes, sure. Let's do that. Also, this weird sound that just appeared on my end is my cat rolling something on the floor. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but <laughs> wow, she found a toy. And playing with is it. Is it Maya? I think so. <laughs> she usually she usually does that. I don't see. I don't see her. She's in the entryway, but <laughs> she's having fun. Nice. That's important, <laughs> and that can also be very inspiring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. 
So we have two people who asked like a similar question. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read both of them and we're going to answer them together. So Cornelia Jewelry has asked, do you feel more or less creative depending on the season time of the year? And Slushy Brain has asked, how do you prepare for the coming dark months? Mm. Well, for that first one, I definitely notice a lot. Because, like, I I notice that in the darker months, like, in general, I have way less energy. Like, uh, I struggle with uh, my mood more. Uh, and stuff but every time every time spring rolls around and spring is my favorite season (laughs) because of this I get like I get so inspired like when the nature wakes up I feel like I wake up from this like (laughs) hibernation (laughs) that I've been in for the winter months and I feel like I get all this energy that is like kind of this nervous energy but I feel like I can like kind of get it to work for me like into this creative energy and I f- I'm like very I feel like full of ideas and kind of just full of energy and I in general like in my life it's just a very big shift <laughs> always so also creatively but it's not like so clear-cut it's not like I don't do creative stuff in the winter but I do them in the spring like of course it's like there are way like kind of smaller shifts constantly like you know, but definitely that's like a seasonal thing that I've noticed. Do you have something like that? Yeah, I definitely have that in the spring also when the sun comes out yeah. and the nature wakes up. Yeah, I also get this. I get excited to like, I mean, I think it's because I'm just generally feeling better emotionally yeah. and, and then creating uh, comes easier, but like any work comes easier. Yeah. But I also have this with, like, the beginning of autumn. I get this uh, kind of spike of, like, motivation and, like, um, how do you call it? Like, f- kind of, I want to I, I want to plan. I want to be organized. I want to be, uh, like, like, I, I want to have discipline. Like, I get mm. a spike of that. And I feel that that's maybe, like, I've been maybe trained from like all the school years yeah. that like autumn is when the new school year starts so you get in, like you've been kind of chilled and relaxed for the whole summer and now you get a new schedule and now you get a new like uh, your your new routine and like now you know what's coming up and it's kind of like time to get disciplined and organized mm. so i think i've like through my whole childhood (laughs) it's been like so ingrained that I think it's like just my body just knows like first of September now we're (laughs) we got a new schedule and like yeah I don't know it's just like I don't even like plan that it just naturally comes to me that like end of August beginning of September I'm like in this planning being organized mode every year yeah and I, I do get, like, more work done in, in that time. But then, yeah, when once it starts getting darker, yeah, it starts to be a bit more difficult. So I think, yeah, spring and autumn are, like, very uh, motivational, inspirational times. <laughs> yeah. And for me, and winter is, like, sad, I, I just want to sleep yeah. time. And summer is, like happy it's so nice i want to do all the outside things so while i do want to get work done i prioritize like being outside and (laughs) doing all the nice summer things yeah yeah but i i actually yeah i also relate to that like autumn thing because yes definitely like usually and i i was also thinking it probably has to do with like the school year thing still even though that doesn't exist for us anymore but like Because, yeah, like, in the summer, I also feel, like, less motivated. I kind of, yeah, like, and usually I do take, like, a holiday or some kind of a vacation, uh, sometime off work in the summer. So then at first it can feel, like, a bit, like, uh, like, getting back to work. But, yeah, like, late, like, end of summer, early autumn, yeah, I definitely feel it. Because things start happening also. I mean, this year was kind of (laughs) 
different because nothing's happening. But, you know, like events start being held and like all I feel like there is a lot of this, like suddenly things are happening again after the summer has been kind of everyone's been taking it kind of more easy or traveling places or whatever. But now everyone gets back in the city and things start happening. So I think there's like this mm-hmm. kind of similar energy to the spring <laughs> energy that there's just like stuff happening. But then when it gets like darker and darker, <laughs> it changes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, do you like do anything special to prepare like specifically for darker months? But also like in general, if you know that your like activity mm. in the different season is going to change, like do you prepare in any way? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm so I'm <laughs> not great at planning. I mean, it would make sense. <laughs> But I don't think I really do. I mean, the only thing I maybe do is just like try to, um, what is it? Like, just try to look at, what is the word? Like rewire, not rewire, but like view it differently. What is the word that I'm, mm. but like try to, you know, I know that Change winter perspective. Is, yeah, like I, I know the winter is coming. So I'm like, this is not the times to start like, like asking too much of myself like I I need to not Mm. plan my schedule super busy or like you know things like that (laughs) maybe yeah I I don't think I really prepare like again like I should prepare like I have like for example this what do you call this kind of daylight lamp this super super bright lamp that you use to kind of Mm -hmm. uh, treat this um, seasonal um seasonal what disorder Uh, anyway because i yeah like i get very seasonal affective disorder yeah maybe yeah anyway the fact that you like yeah when you get really tired in the winter and and like slash depressed (laughs) so i have that lamp and i was like seeing like in september i was seeing people like you should now start already using the lamp so that it's like well in time like before the super dark period comes but now it's november and i i have not used it once i guess i should <laughs> you should i should i should get it start today yeah <laughs> yeah maybe i should <laughs> so yeah but yeah the answer is no i'm i'm not good at planning or like yeah i wish i was it would make sense D- do you do any planning or preparation for that no not really like sometimes maybe i try to like plan some work things more for the like maybe in the last couple years i haven't been planning that many exciting projects for the summer for example i'm just because before i remember i would plan like i'm gonna prepare loads of products so that they're ready before the christmas season starts so then when i have all the markets i have everything ready because i've been working hard all summer making all this stuff yeah never happened (laughs) so so now i'm like i'm not even planning that like i don't want to be disappointed in the end of summer or feel that i like uh that I failed so now I'm like I'm just gonna do my regular day-to-day work in summer but I'm not gonna plan any extra work because I know I'm not gonna do extra work because I also love summer I like sun I like being outside so I I will let myself enjoy that and if I have time and I feel like I want to do some extra work I'll do that I know what to do prepare for the market (laughs) It's, it's not that it's not that special but uh but I don't like I don't plan anymore to do any kind of huge thing unless of course some like huge exciting project once in a lifetime opportunity comes up but that's like again that I will plan once it comes but like generally no so maybe yeah I I try nowadays to kind of maybe like so it's not it's more like not what I do to prepare but I kind of more kind of what I don't do to not be disappointed afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. You know. Yeah. And also yeah. recently, yeah, recently I've also not been planning so many. Again, this year doesn't count, but like generally mm-hmm. I decided that I'm not going to really do that many Christmas markets or maybe not even any mm-hmm. for now at least. Because, yeah, I feel like this 
like like December, it's like the hardest month because it's so dark. Yeah. It's like and here in Helsinki it's not even there's not even like snow. It's dark and rainy and really sad. Yeah. And cold. So it's like really hard. Yes, and cold. And then we need to do all this like extra work, like we have more orders, we have more sales, and then uh, we also have all these markets and we need to do stuff and then we need to drive there and carry all the stuff. It's like, it's a lot. And it's on the hardest month of the year, at least like for me. So I'm, I was just like, I know that if I decide to not do markets, I miss out on a lot of like business opportunities or whatever. But, but then it's like... I don't know. I kind of like decided for myself that I'm I'm just going to try to find myself other opportunities yeah. that like that don't make me so exhausted that then I need to spend January and February recovering. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like yeah, but but yeah, this is more like doing something a certain way and then learning how like my body and mind reacts and then trying to adjust it afterwards. So it's also like a whole process, but yeah. Yeah, but that's really smart. And it's true, like I'm, mm. I have to say, I am pretty relieved that this December we won't, like I won't have to do any Christmas markets. Mm yeah because it's yeah Yeah. it's the hardest month for me also like i'm always so exhausted even though in a way Mm -hmm. i like it and i'm like very grateful for the opportunity to do it but it's like it's it's yeah yeah like i i'd rather all of these opportunities were spread out (laughs) like (laughs) through the whole year and not like it's it's kind of like from January you need to start stressing about next December already, <laughs> and like and like think like if you want to actually like get like the, a good use of all the opportunities you kind of need to start early. So it's like it's very like uh, like every year I want to draw a calendar, but I kind of always feel like I should start drawing that already like in February if I want it to be ready and like looking good. So it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, this seasonal stuff, seasonal things generally, like, stress me out so much. And I I don't really, like, do any, like, seasonal products much anymore. Maybe I can do some Christmas cards, but not even that so much. And, like, Valentine's Day stuff and all of that. I don't know, those things stress me out. So if I can, I try not to do that. And I love that with tattoos... It's like nobody gets, I mean, maybe some people get, but almost nobody gets Christmas tattoos or anything like that. So I love that there is like... Where is your Christmas flash? Why isn't it done? It's already November. Yeah. I mean, some people do get like Halloween tattoos maybe because maybe these spooky themes are like anyway common in like tattooing. So like Halloween can be a good time to do that. But still, it's not even like... It doesn't feel... I, there's not so much pressure to make Halloween tattoos like like there is to make Christmas products, for example, yeah. in illustration. So, yeah, in that way, I like that in that industry, I kind of get a permission to not worry about seasonal stuff because it's not, like, it's not that important. But I think in illustration, if we want to, we can give ourselves permission to not do seasonal stuff if we don't want to. Like, of course, I know not everybody can afford to give themselves that permission, but, like, if you can, you can. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely way too easy to stress out about stuff. You maybe don't always need to stress out about stuff. It's good to know yourself and know, like, when when you have the energy for new exciting things and when it's maybe better to take it a bit more easy and focus on, like, more general stuff does that make sense yes yes definitely all right i hope that answered your question somewhat thank you for the questions and please send us more questions and topic suggestions and just say hi send us stuff (laughs) we love to talk to you and yeah thanks for listening to this episode uh we will post our art in the 
Oh my god, I lost. I lost my word. Video. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like I I already my brain got the the signal that the episode is ending and it's like, okay, we're done. <laughs> you don't know any more words. That's it. <laughs> yes. Okay. But talk to you next week. Yes. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Drawing Club podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Drawing Club Podcast or email us at drawingclubpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me, Mia, on Instagram at mia.minerva and on YouTube as Mia Minerva. Sasha, where can we find you? I'm on Instagram at Sasha underscore Kretova. This podcast was created by us, Mia Minerva and Sasha Kretova. Olli Arni created the theme song and assisted with the recording and Dmitri Zerbin took care of audio mastering. Welcome to the club, friends.